Time to talk high school football with Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Indeed, the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine joins us. Greg, I, 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 look, we, we, there's several districts that are open tonight, and uh, my partner is, uh, is in Wildcat Stadium. He's got, he's got Harker Heights and Temple, and he didn't invite me to the game. What, what do you oh, think man. about that? That's honestly rude. Because, you know, I I don't know. I I think that especially this week where we are, we are kind of, you know, there's a lot of teams off about 25% of the state is off. This is the big bye week uh, this week and this year in Texas high school football. And so we're, we're kind of, uh, look, we're, we're, we're hungry. We're thirsting for good games. Mm -hmm. And so to be at a good game and to not invite you, um, look, I just think that maybe your next birthday party, you should forget his invitation. Yeah, it's it's just not right. It's, it's just, it's just not Mm. right. And, and so I'm stuck in a studio, uh, and he's out at a, at a stadium. It, we mentioned Temple and Harker Heights. Uh, let's start there. I mean, th- this <laughs> I, I realize it's early in district play, but th- we were talking about it. This this has this may have district championship implications. Oh, I think absolutely. When you take a look at how both these teams are rolling right now, um, yeah, I think if you want to declare these the two best teams in in the district, I think that you're you're within your rights. Uh, I still think Killian Ellison may have something to do with uh, may have something to say about it. They can get that offense turned around, uh, things like that. Shoemaker, of course, in that mix as well. Uh, but yeah, this is a, this is a critical matchup, and, and I think that when you take a look at Harker Heights, this is a program uh, that I think has really hit their stride offensively, and it's and it's easy. It's easy to see why. I think that Jerry, uh, you know, Jerry Edwards has done a terrific job there, uh, kind of uh, empowering a number of their big-time playmakers. Uh, you know, most notably uh, the the super sophomore Sean Sanford. I mean, he is a he is lightning in a bottle. He's a dynamo and a guy that I think Temple is going to have to deal with every single every single night, every single play rather. And I wonder if you're going to see Tory and York straight up shadowing uh, Rashawn Sanford. I, I, I don't know what the, the defensive game plan for, for Temple is going to be, but it would not be a surprise if uh, if Scott Stewart just said, hey, our best defensive player, you shadow him, you make sure he doesn't beat us. I, I think that's really interesting. You know, the other side of the ball is going to be interesting as well because I do think that this Temple team uh, is starting to hit its stride and is, is starting to really turn things around, uh, you know, especially the last couple of weeks. You know, they started off slow. Uh, Midway will do that to you, or Westlake will do that to you, rather. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll make your, your offense seem relatively inept, uh, Magnolia West too, but offense has obviously hit their stride uh, and, and the playmakers that they've got on their offense, I think are going to challenge this Harker Heights defense that look, if you want to say that they have not been pushed uh, so far this season, I think that that's fair. The other thing about this is I think it's a huge advantage uh, that, that Temple gets this game at Wildcat Stadium. I think that that's a massive advantage. They're, they're obviously tough to beat at home. And Killian schools have traditionally had trouble going to Wildcat Stadium and coming home with a win. So it would be a huge win for Harker Heights, not just in the district standings and not just for an opportunity to potentially win a district championship, uh, but also just for, for representing Killian and going to what has really been a bit of a house of horrors for them. Greg, I want to stay in 12-6A, and Shoemaker and Copper's Cove were going at it last night at Leo Buckley, senior night for Shoemaker. They have to suspend the game because of lightning and hail in the area. Now they play at 6 o'clock tonight in Cove. It's senior night for Shoemaker. How hard is that for a team that's expecting to have senior night at their stadium and all of a sudden, well, we're going to go ahead and move this on the road over to Bulldog Stadium? Yeah, and it's a challenge. It's a big-time challenge uh, simply because – uh, look, uh, you know, stops and starts and, and things like that, and, and football players and football coaches especially, you know, they're creatures of habit. We, we want to go through our routines. We want to we get ready. We want to listen to the same song before we go out there and things like that. 
to really just throw the emergency brake on that and then say, hey, you know what, we're going to go pick this up. And not only are we going to do that, we're going to pick it up in a new location. Uh, that's certainly going to be uh, troublesome. And, and maybe that gives Cove a little bit of, uh, of, an, of an advantage in this one. Maybe it does. I don't know if it necessarily does. I still think that Shoemaker is a better team in this one. And for Cove, I've just got some real concerns about their ability to stop anybody. Uh, and that, I think, is, is really what, what I've got. Uh, coming down the pike for them. They've got to find some way to, to, to stop anybody uh, before I'm, I'm, I believe that this should be a problem. So right now, if you're a shoemaker, uh, you, you file this under annoyance. Uh, <laughs> if you are, if this doesn't, if it turns into something that ends up costing you a critical district game, uh, then you might, uh, then you might upgrade that to uh, downright bad. All right, let's uh, let's move down to three A. And I realize they're not having the year that they had, that they had hoped for. But uh, although they had a big game last week against Caldwell, it is the battle of the bell, and we all know that everybody in Milam County's got a got an opinion on this one. Uh, Rockdale and Cameron, always a fun one. Yeah, and and, and you don't got to talk me into the battle of the bell. Uh, this is a this is one of the best rivalries in Texas high school football. And and they're going to do it. They're going to do it again uh, tonight, and, and it should be a lot of fun. And, and look. Whenever you got, whenever these two get together, especially considering you know last, you know, considering the way that it's gone recently, I think that this has an opportunity to be real, real fun. Furthermore, look, uh, you know, obviously it's not been great for, for Yo to start the year. I don't think anybody's going to going to necessarily complain about that. But at the same time, if you look at who they've played, you know, look, they they played uh, Lago Vista. They, they lost in triple overtime. Okay, it's tough in the opener. They lost to Belleville. Well, Belleville's a four A, and Belleville's five and zero. Lost Franklin. Franklin's three uh, A Division one, and they are, by the way, undefeated, the number one team in the state. They lost to Lake Belton, which is fundamentally like a five A school. They are not a. They are not a. They're a new school. They, they may, in fact, uh, open up as a as a five A as a school next year. They end up losing that game. Well, then they play somebody their own size in Caldwell. And I understand Caldwell is not a world beater, but at the same time, to go out there and to plug them the way that they did was awfully impressive. Uh, maybe they've turned something around and just in time for a critical game uh, against uh, against Rockdale, who I will say I, I think that their their defense has been a little bit inconsistent, and that may be an opportunity for perhaps a resurgent Yo offense to take advantage. So, look, I'm not necessarily shoveling dirt on Cameron Yo quite yet because I, 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 I've seen too many games coached by Rick Rose to do that. I think we're in for another fun battle of the bell tonight uh, and one of the very best rivalries in Texas high school football. Greg, what do you think about Academy and McGregor? Academy ran into a buzzsaw last week. They were on a roll until last week, running into the Leopards of Lorena. But traveling to Bulldog Stadium, not an easy task. Can they bounce back this week? I think they've got a great opportunity to. You know, the Academy, you're, you're exactly right. They ran into Lorena, a team that I think was, was better than their record indicated and really kind of, uh, I think, flexed their muscles last week. Uh, now they take on a McGregor team that, that look, they lost last week uh, to Rockdale. Uh, their losses this year include uh, 4A Hillsboro and then Mart, who, yeah, there's a 2A, but I think that we all agree they're not your average 2A. Uh, you know, here, here's an opportunity for them for, for Little River Academy uh, to get right. A lot of this is going to come down uh, to whether or not uh, McGregor can, can find that kind of defensive consistency that they've kind of lacked this year you know it's been a little bit up and down defensively sometimes they've looked great they look great against Clifton for example they look great uh, in their win over Gerald right but they obviously didn't look great last week against Rockdale uh can they get that de- that defense going uh, against an academy offense that look they can put up some points they, they can put up some points and that's something I think is going to be very interesting to watch in this game if you take a look at that district by the way you know I think right now if you want if you want to plug Lorena in as the favorite and then whoever wins the bell tonight as the second favorite, uh, you know, second place in there. Uh, if, if you're Academy, uh, you are saying, you know what, 
let's win this game. Let's let's put ourselves as the chief challenger for second place in that district. You know, if you've already lost to Lorena, you can you can certainly uh, solidify yourself as the the second team, the team that you're going to go to to get second place in that district. So uh, a lot of implications on the line, and and for Academy, this is one of those this is one of those situations where you can't let one game beat you twice. Uh, this is they've got, they've got to come out here swinging, and, and if they do that, then they get right back on track, and pretty much everything they want is right in front of them. One of the games that uh, you talked about on your predictions was the uh, Crawford and Toler game, and and this has mm-hmm. the makings to be a pretty good football game. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. I, I think this might, in fact, in, in a week where there's not uh, a ton of uh, you know with a lot of bye weeks, this may in fact be the best game in the state. I'm really excited about it. You know, Crawford is off to a fantastic start. They've outscored their opponents 173 to 18 uh, through the through non-district. I mean, they're absolutely dominating people, and and their defense. Uh, is obviously the headliner there. You know, going up against this Toller team that I think is is really intriguing. They run the ball really well. They've got a pair of running backs. Joseph Arce is a senior, and they've got this they've got this freshman in Peyton Brown that they're going crazy about in Toller, and they think that he could be the one for the Rattlers. And, and I'm inclined to believe that he could be that guy. Uh, big test, obviously, tonight against that defense. Uh, Toller does get them at home, which I think is going to be an advantage for them. You know, Crawford is one of those teams. I believe they're number the four or five in our rankings right now. Dave Campbell, sex football around there. Uh, Toller is one of those, like, also receiving votes right now. They're probably about 12th. In our in our rankings right now in two A, and so I would look at I would look at this as, as a real opportunity for Toller to put themselves on the map and say, yeah, you know what, we are a team to deal with this year. Even though also with guys like Brown and Toe, uh, the, uh, the the future is also very bright. Greg, uh, a rivalry game coming up tonight. It's the war on one seventy four between Burleson and Cleburne. Always a big battle between those two teams. How does this one uh, fall out in that district race? Yeah, you know this is this is one thing that I, I'm 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 paying a lot of attention to. Uh, as far as Cleburne is concerned, look, no notes about the offense. I'll say that much. I mean, their de- their offense has been lighting people up, and and I think that is going to be something to, to certainly uh, keep an eye. Now, now, yeah, and and, and uh, now hold on, I think Cleburne and Burleson's next week. I was going to say, hold on, Cleburne, Burleson, Cleburne. Is it next week? I thought it was tonight. No, nah, I've got it. I've got it on my on my calendar on my spreadsheet. It's next week, sir. I don't know what you're trying to do here. I don't know what you're trying to pull. <laughs> but what are you talking about? I'll tell you. I'll say this about Cleaver. That offense is humming. That offense is rolling. They have been fantastic. Their defense is um, also on the bus when they arrive. And, and that is going to be something that, 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 that they have got to figure out if they want to get where they want to go. That's a big game next week, but no, they are one of the many teams on, an, on a bye this week. Don't scare me like that because I was worried that I had a big <laughs> game that I was missing. I was, not, I was not happy about it. Hey, I don't necessarily want to talk about the game itself, and we can if you want, but just talk a little bit about the West Trojans and what uh, David Woodard is getting down there. That team, it just it, they seem to every week get a little better and a little better. I mean, this is a good football team right now. Yeah, I think that you're you're right. And look, there you mentioned. Let's not talk about the game, probably because the big favorites tonight over Dallas Madison. Um, th- this is a a guy in David Woodard that I believe is uh, the way that he he operates his program is he does not want to come out in week one a finished product. I mean, that would probably be nice for him, but that's not the way that he coaches. They're a builder. They're they're a program that gets better as as the weeks go on. They they want to you know in some respects. You know, nobody wants to take a loss, but you certainly want to take your lumps in non-district. That's why they schedule, uh, you know, teams like Lexington. You know, that's why they schedule teams uh, like Rogers, right? That's why whenever they had a game open up, uh, they, they scrambled because they wanted to play a good team, and they found a, a good team in Orange Grove, a team that was going to, to, to challenge them. 
they want to take their, their lumps. And I think that the fact that they have come out in that unscathed, I think, is particularly telling about how good this Trojan team uh, could be. And I'm I'm awfully excited about what they've got got to offer. And and look, I don't want to go too too crazy, but at the same time, if you start taking a look at what at what they've got this year. Um, they could have the makings of something really special. I mean, we're, we're talking about a team that uh, I, I think may, in fact, boy, if you want to install them right now as the favorite in Region 2, I wouldn't necessarily argue with you too much. I mean, they're, they have looked very, very good, and, and a team that I think is going to be troublesome for everyone along the way, most especially tonight against Dallas Madison. Is there a team out there that you're looking at that even may be on a bye this week, but that all of a sudden – they are one of those teams that you look at and go, well, now if they can just steal a couple of more, you know, maybe they can get in the playoffs and make a run because we didn't see this coming this year. Yeah, there, there, you know, there's been a handful of teams that I think have, have kind of surprised us along the way. Uh, you know, one of them, uh, to, to be real honest down there, is is, is what we meant, a team we mentioned earlier in Lorena. You know, uh, that's a team that I think we thought uh, early on we were wondering whether or not they were going to necessarily uh, figure things out, but they certainly have. That's one thing. I would look at another team like China Spring. We thought China Spring was going to be good. I don't know if we thought China Spring was going to be this good, and, and they've really turned it on. Now, they, they will have to go through a particularly difficult region to get out of there, which includes, of course, Carthage. But that's a team I've certainly got my eye on that could, in fact, be that team that, that really makes that makes that run. Uh, you know, elsewhere across the state, there, there's been a handful of teams. I mentioned Magnolia West earlier. That's a team that I don't think is a fluke. I think they may, in fact, be the best team in, the, in that district, which is certainly uh, saying something. Uh, and, and, yeah, you know what, I'll throw, I'll throw one more out there. Um, I, I think, you know, we, we mentioned a little bit about Harker Heights, right? We mentioned a little bit about Harker Heights in a big game tonight against Temple. Um, if, they can, if they can win this game tonight, you know, I'm, I'm willing to, to buy in. And one of the things that, that's going to be interesting, they're, they're almost certainly going to the Division One bracket, which is going to be problematic. They're going to run into Duncanville sooner as opposed to later. But I don't think Duncan, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not saying they're going to go out there and beat Duncanville. What I'm saying is that I think Harker Heights is, is going to be a problem for everyone that they face. The way that they play, the, the playmakers that they've got, and that defense, if it can continue to roll tonight in a big test against Temple, uh, I'm, I'm willing to really buy in on, on what they've got going. Those are, that's a team that we thought might be good, and they've, they've exceeded our expectations. On your on your uh, show this morning, I was watching, and uh, you were talking about Katie and, and Katie Tompkins, uh, <laughs> and you talked about the preparation for for Katie, and, and uh, you know it is a hundred percent accurate. They're going to run the football, and they're going to hit you in the mouth on the defensive side. There's nothing real elaborate about what they do. They're just stinking good at it, aren't they? Yeah, they're just they're, they're they are they they know what they're about. Like they're a team with an identity. And when coaches say that we want to come in and we want to establish our identity, like that's what Gary Joseph has done, perhaps better than any coach in Texas high school football history, is to establish an identity there of Katie of playing outstanding defense and then to run the ball and to grind it out on the ground. Now they're not perfect. I don't think this is that 2015 Katie team, which may go down as one of the best teams in Texas high school football history. Uh, they're not perfect, but. At the same time, that you know what they're going to do. They're going to hand the ball off about 30 times to Jalen Davis, or uh, Seth Davis, Jalen was his brother who graduated yesterday. Hand, hand off to Seth Davis about 30 times. They're going to pull play action about 12 times, and you better be ready 100% of the time because the moment you bust that coverage, the, it, it's going 70 yards per touchdown. That's, that's the way they are. And, by the way, they're going to lock you down defensively and make you earn every yard with guys like Malik Silla, uh, the Texas A&M commit, and, and Ty Canada, the, the linebacker. They are absolutely loaded. So, yeah, that's what, that's what Katie Tompkins is up against. And, and to add more fuel to the fire, 
uh, Katie Tompkins was the team that last year snapped Katie's 75-game district winning streak, which is the second longest district winning streak in Texas high school football history. That adds a little bit more fuel to the fire because Katie didn't remember, and Katie's happy to hand them a receipt if they, if they give them an opportunity. One thing in that game that I'm really keeping an eye on is uh, the weather because, it, it, as, as you guys are probably going to find out, uh, it's going to rain everywhere tonight. And, and if you want to talk about some, uh, weather uh, being an advantage for a team, uh, for Katie, that is about as good as it gets for them. I mean, that's exactly what they want. They want to muck it up. They want this game to be grimy, to be ugly, to be messy. They want to get in the slop. And, and for Tompkins, which relies a little bit more on passing the ball and a little bit more on finesse, uh, that may be a bit of a problem. So that's another thing to keep an eye on tonight is it, with bad weather rolling through the state of Texas, not only are we going to have cancellations and delays and things like that, but the games that do go on could be severely impacted. And I think that the teams that are going to be able to have that more consistent ground game and defense may, in fact, come out on top. What are the, uh, what are the games you guys are featuring tonight on Bally's? Uh, yeah, we've got uh, cameras all over the place. We're down at that Katie, Katie Tompkins game, another game in the Houston area, Battle of Unbeatens between Spring and Westfield. We're going to be out, out at Crawford and Toller. Uh, we're going to be a little bit all over the place. Another big game in, uh, in, in DFW, Argyle and Melissa, a uh, big district opener uh, there between those two, uh, those two programs that know each other very well. So we're going to be all over the place uh, covering, uh, covering uh, games across the state. I'm happy I'm going to be in the studio. That'll be awesome. All, the, all of our poor reporters like Sarah Merrifield and Ashley Pickle and Katie Engelson are going to be out there braving the elements, and I'll be waving and being like, I'm sorry, that seems terrible. I'm going to have another cup of coffee. Because <laughs> I'm nice and dry. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, as always, it's a pleasure. Thanks so much. Take care, boys. We'll see you. That's Greg Tepper, the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. It's